I am back with another certified stage practitioner, and we have a really fascinating topic today. We want to talk about um, choosing your path for healing and your direct connection to source as well, and how powerful those things can be. I want to welcome uh, to this session, Carissa. Hi, Carissa. Thanks for being here with us. Hello. Thank you for having me. Let's jump right in. Like I said, I'm excited about this one. Uh, Carissa Cano is a intuitive psychotherapist, and I am really excited, Carissa, to talk about this because I think that this is absolutely fascinating. You recently worked with someone, and it really kind of set the tone for choosing your path with healing and uh, what it is to have a direct connection. Can I start with this so people understand what your sessions are like? You do uh, connective sessions. Can you tell me a little bit about what that is? Mm -hmm. So connection sessions are different than my intuitive, intuitive wellness sessions and the intuitive psychotherapy connection session is, is people who don't want to go to a medium and get, get the information they want to see or feel and experience their loved one, um, through, through that experience. So they come to me and, um, I hold space for them to connect with their loved one and help them help answer ask questions. Um, they sometimes embrace, they, the loved one will give them information. Um, and it's actually really healing, especially when, when it comes to the grief work. So then what you're saying, so if I came to you and sat with you, instead of just you getting information and relaying it to me, you actually walk me through a process to where I am going to directly connect with my loved one and actually have the experiences with that loved one that I need to have. Yes, that's it. I, I love that. And, and, and I know that you do these sessions. I've known that you've done these sessions for a long time because we've been talking about it over, over the year. And I just think that they're really powerful because that direct connection is so important. And didn't you have, you had somebody recently that had just a life-changing experience because of it. Can you share that? Yeah. So I had a client who I received a consent to share um, some of the story, but none of the details. <laughs> so that's a good thing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and this was a, a therapy client and I saw this client for, I think about three years, they went through a made amazing transformation and growth, but there was just one thing they couldn't stop doing and it was smoking pot. Well, they always like to talk about spirit guides and things like that. And because of my state board rules, you know, it does state you do, spirituality, you can encompass spirituality, but you still have to be very careful. So it's like, uh-huh, uh -huh, great, validate. And then let's get back to work. And finally, um, I think about three years in, her brother started showing up just to me, like coming up, standing next to me. And that's actually after I did the one-year mentorship with you. And so I decided to tell my client, I said, listen, you're always talking about this. Let me tell you what I've been going through. Do you want to shift into intuitive uh, wellness sessions? That also, um, you can do a connection sessions in the intuitive wellness sessions. It's like life coaching, but I call it intuitive wellness sessions. And they were like, yeah, I can't believe you were doing this. I didn't know you were into this. I was like, yeah, your brother keeps showing up. So let's try it. Anyway, fast forward after a few sessions, she did a connection session and um, her brother had committed suicide. And he, in that moment, was showing her um, all the 
events that led up to that. And that basically like this is just was part of the plan. And there was a lot of other information that I'm not going to go too much into. Um, but after that, my client was able to quit smoking pot. And there was a connection between the pot and, and their brother. Um, but they were actually able to quit. And, you know, they tried later on to dabble in it. It's just like nothing. And after three years, not one, I mean, all the tools in my belt, tried everything, even sent them to go see an addiction specialist, uh, join forums or groups, nothing until that one session, one session where they were able to let go and just be completely done with it. So three years of talk therapy yeah. with all the tools that you have as a therapist and including specialists and everything. And would you say that 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 helped a little bit going into it, but maybe it was the session with her that really, you know, was absolutely. Was yeah, absolutely. Because I also tie in somatic psychotherapy, which somatic is going to the body. We know the body is connected to the unconscious where the unconscious is connected to intuition. So I already took them into that. So they already, yeah, you're, yeah, that's a great point. So they already were opening up to that. So she's in, she's fully aware of the issue. She has, it's not like hidden or anything. And she steps in with, with her brother mm -hmm. and has the actual experience for herself. I think that's really powerful. Yes, it's powerful. And it really helps with the grief work. I oh, mean, I can imagine. It's, it, it's, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, okay, they're not gone. You know, and even, you know, went back to start working my PhD and studying psychology, but consciousness, we have always known that the consciousness doesn't die when the brain dies. Yeah. And even though we sometimes get you know, when you're in your grief, you're like, oh, that's it. Never again. You know, they're physically not here. Even though we, even though we are aware, we have these spiritual and religious beliefs that we know it's still really hard when you're in the grief. And mm -hmm. then when you come in and you can see it and feel it, it just is like, oh, I get it. They're not really gone. I think that's really powerful to be able to experience something firsthand instead of you know, getting it sort of secondhand. I have been, you know, a huge, huge lover of the concept of having a direct connection, you know, having your own connection to source, which is everything that I, I try to teach. And here we have these connective sessions that I don't think I've ever heard anyone else doing them. I'm sure people have, you know, there's a wide variety of techniques out there but to meet with a medium and be able to have that medium walk you through the steps to have your own mediumship experience, this this just struck me. Have you ever run into someone who did a connective session, had their own mediumship experience with your help, and then they were like frightened by it or a little overwhelmed by it? Yes. Oh, I've had a few of those. And so we just kind of back it up. But my last one I remember doing she came in to, she just wanted to experience it because she had found me through a friend. And when she came in, she's also cynical, which is, I think cynicism is very, a good level is very, very healthy. So um, she was coming in and she was, you know, she got really teary eyed while she's connecting and she had a bunch of people come in. And then, which I've never had ever, I said, um, who's the cousin? And she was, I'm sorry, what? And I said, who, who's the cousin? We got a cousin here. And she started bawling. Mm 
And I said, I said, what's coming up for you? What's going on? She goes, my cousin just died a week ago. My mom said, yeah, we'll see if this is really true. If your cousin comes in, it's only going to be real if the cousin comes in. And then she was able to connect to the cousin who she really wasn't close with, but that was her marker. If the cousin comes in, this is real, even though she was experiencing it. Yeah. Wow. That took it to a deeper level for her then. Because I can can imagine she was still sort of holding up that wall you know, yes, I'm experiencing this, but I still have that wall that I can kind of turn away from to say, maybe this isn't real. And then the cousin comes in and you can't turn away at that point. And, and that's, that's the moment where the proof is so strong. And what I think a lot of people don't realize is, and I would love your take on this, but I don't think a lot of people realize when proof does come through so strongly, there's a ripple effect to that in somebody's experience in mind. You know, and people say, well, do you ever want to turn skeptics? No, I don't because I was one. I know what it feels like to all of a sudden wake up and have that proof. It changes so many things. What does this mean now? So it's really there. Now I have to adjust my thinking and and living my life around it. Have you ever had that kind of, have you ever been able to like- I mean, that happened to me. Yeah. (laughs) That happened to me where I'm like- wait a second. That's not how, I mean, it It just, my head just was like, went into a 360. Like, this is not my, this is not when the, my guide started, you know, I was talking to me, well, supposedly they all talk to us, but I really started waking up to it. Um, they were pretty loud. It was like, oh, this is, this is wild. This is I mean, real. It does. You have to, this is real. And you know, no, I don't want to change anyone's mind because that could be damaging and harmful. They're on their path and they're supposed to be doing what they're doing. So, yeah. Yeah. I remember working with a client once and she was very direct and said, I don't believe in this, but I've lost my parents. So I'm trying to have faith just to see, you know, and when her mom eventually started to come through, it was a lot of proof-based information. and you have this um, kind of inspiring awareness that the person that walked into your office is now different than the person that's walking out because their paradigm has shifted. And yeah, to to give them a safe place for that is a wonderful thing that that you're doing. (laughs) So it didn't came out organically. I didn't plan on it. It came out organically. (laughs) Yeah. It's not like they come in and you go, I'm going to shift your whole paradigm today. (laughs) Have a seat. Here we go. (laughs) <laughs> no I get that I, yeah I get well, that. connection sessions I wasn't going to do I didn't know I was going to do the connection sessions so it happened organically halfway when I was in your training with you yeah when those started to show up they were yep. that was really neat because you're it's a bit of a gift that you're giving somebody is an opportunity to be able to access that you know for for healing and I know that you approach healing you know, with the, with a really healthy perspective and that everyone's healing path is different. Can you talk about that a little bit? Um, there's no one way or right way to healing and, you know, going to a psychic is wonderful. Going to, um, your spiritual religious beliefs is wonderful. Therapy is wonderful. Acupuncture, yoga, et cetera, et cetera. There's no one way to actually heal. It's really just trusting you and try yourself and trial and error. I know that people get really tired of trial and error though. 
True. They, they get exhausted. What would you True. say to somebody that's like, I've tried all these different things and nothing has worked? What would be what comes up for you right away when you hear someone say that? Uh, I typically do a good job with them in intuitive psychotherapy. <laughs> yes. Because I take them in the body. And research has shown it's connected. The body is connected to the unconscious. The unconscious is connected to um, the um, intuition. But on top of somatic work, which I use my intuition to um, do somatic work with them, uh, that's tapping in the body for the for the information, the wisdom. But then taking them to do inner child work. I'm teaching them how to awaken the healer within so they learn how to heal themselves. You shouldn't have to go to therapy for the rest of your life. You know how to do it. You've got all the resources inside. No, it doesn't take away from being with a practitioner who holds space for you that full hour and listens to you. That's that's wonderful. It lights up the amygdala. We know that. But in regards to, um, I help them become their own healer. See, and that's a beautiful thing. I think it's really powerful when, uh, when we're dealing with healing the mind and healing traumas and, and psychotherapy and walking through all that. But I think it's really powerful when you start to bring it into the body and also into the spirit. I feel like approaching it in those multiple directions just seems more solid, I guess. Yeah. And I didn't even, before I did my work with you, um, you know, I was a big skeptic. I'm still a big skeptic, but I was a huge skeptic to much stuff. Um, I didn't realize there was a lot of stuff going on in my work with my clients until I started doing the training with you. And then I realized, oh, they're getting, they're tapping into their intuition, a vast field of information. Um, and it was, it's, it was pretty wild that they were doing big intuitive transformation work. I wasn't even aware of it. Exactly. So someone's doing big spiritual transformation work. They're completely unaware of it. And they're now sitting in front of you trying to, it's like, it's like pedaling a tricycle with one wheel. It's it's like, you know, (laughs) trying to force it to go down. And I think that multiple approach is, is absolutely perfection. The connective sessions, you've got Mm -hmm. the talk therapy part of it, you know, but yet they're tapping into their own spiritual being really and connectedness. And so it's within them instead of outside of them. And yeah, I totally agree with you. All different types of healing works for different people, even for different situations, right? Like this situation, this type of healing works best. This one, this is going to work better for me, but it's that multi-level approach, you know, it's that multi-level approach. And if I think if everyone could get that direct connection, even, even on their own, get a connective session. Yeah. But just a few steps. Like if somebody goes to a connective session for you with you and then leaves and says, how can I do this on my own? You know, what do you say? I'm sure they've said that to you. I'm guessing right. Aren't I? So yes, because this is one that is comes to the forefront of my mind is I had a lady, she didn't finish her whole session. She paid for the session and she came in and she says, nothing, nothing, nothing was happening. I said, well, your grandmother's telling me to go sit in this area in the house. She's, I was like, do you know why? And she's like, yeah, that's where we'd always sit and, and talk. She walked in crying, embraced her. And I, and, you know, after we settled a little bit, I said, can you ask her if there's anything she 
let's start off. Was there anything that she needs to or wants to tell you? And she said that her grandmother told her, quit going to people, get on your meditation pillow. And she was just overjoyed. She's like, I knew it. I knew it. it was almost like validation. Like I knew I could do it by myself. I knew I could do it by myself. And she's like, that's it. And I'm like, well, you don't want to finish the session. You don't want to keep, you mean you pay for the session. That was like 10 minutes. She was like, nope, I'm good. And nope. so, yeah, they, they can. It's not like we're going to be talking to them every day, right? Or I tell them don't have the expectation it's going to, but yeah, it's, it's, it's right there at your fingertips. Mm-hmm. But, but that's not really how most of us are raised to believe. No. Well, we're raised to believe that there's a psychic psychics are a scam, which there's a lot of scams out there, or that there's all the only special people have those ability. Whereas yes, there is some people like I, my job is to not be a psychic in this world. I don't want to just do psychic readings. That's just not my job. I don't want to be a mediator. I, you know, I want to help you to feel empowered, but yeah, I would, I like to go to a psychic and get information without having to do the work. And it, there's a lot of good that comes out of it, right? Yep. But they're not special. They don't have a gift. We all have a gift of intuition. That's just their purpose in life. Exactly. That's their calling. I've That's always said calling. it. Yep. It's not, intuition's not a gift. It's an ability. ability. And when you focus on that ability every single day, especially in a professional setting, yeah, it's going to flow easily. And yeah, you're going to be able to access it. But Everyone can do it. Everyone can do it. I was reading this one research paper in Conscious because Conscious is being explored now and studied because of AIs. And I loved how it said consciousness is a bridge between um, the physical realm or physical body and let's say the universe, the afterlife. And we tap into all that information. We can. Yeah. Consciousness yeah. doesn't die when the brain dies. We can tap in. That consciousness is connecting us. It's the bridge that's connecting us to everything else out there. What do you think it's in most people's way? Our programming. And here's the thing. Remote viewing has been practiced in the government since the early 70s. It's documented probably before. But since the early 70s, it's documented that they have spies intuitive psychic spies like it's not you don't have a gift there's no like special gift we can all do it we're just programmed to not believe we're programmed to be left brain analytical solution focused produce consume instead of right brain tapping into the body and the unconscious to pick up the information um and programming that you have to go outside for the answers versus inside that's That's huge programming huge programming huge programming that you have to go outside to get the answers that are already within that's huge programming because if you think about it when somebody breaks free from that programming that that's life-changing it's huge it's freeing Mm -hmm. it's freeing it's empowering Mm -hmm. you're not always searching you can stop and go okay i'm gonna i'm gonna take a step inwards I've got it all in here. Let me take a deep breath. It's okay. I've got it. Exactly. Exactly. I take somebody out of a space of feeling um, reliant and mm-hmm. helpless and underneath another. Mm-hmm. And it allows them to see exactly how strong they are. I think that's really, 
I, I absolutely love that you do connective sessions. I absolutely love it. I've had one or two experiences that were like that. They were spur of the moment in clearings. It's definitely not, that's not my strength. So, so I can, I have kind of a reference point to the experience, but I think that they're deeply moving. They're deeply mm -hmm. healing. And if you think about it just on an energetic level, please correct me if I'm wrong here, but if you think about it on an energetic level, in essence, what you're doing is you're helping a person who's here on earth living connect mm -hmm. directly with the energy of their loved one. So it must feel yep. for them as if they're back in the same room with them again. And, yep. and it, it just like a solidifying, okay, they're not gone. Yes. And that, that in itself would heal so much. I just think they're really powerful. I think they're really great. They're it's super cool. Um, and if, you know, if it's your calling, come do it. But if it's not, don't just come and just because you're, you know, maybe curious, because I don't want you to, if you know, it's all about if this feels right, do it. Because um, again, it's all on the timing. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're not going to show up or they're not going to come and show up in a way that you would want if it's going to dysregulate you. Exactly. Exactly. I can see how if somebody came to a connective session with the wrong intentions, it wouldn't work. Mm -hmm. No, and that's why I don't want to advertise and market so much. I tell my <laughs> guide, I really don't because I don't want a bunch of people coming in because then what happens, it happened a couple times. We're like, well, nothing, you know, it didn't really. And it's like, well, they're showing me this, this, this. And there's a few things that you need to go through in order. And then, you know, then I have to become the psychic reader. That's not what I want to do because yeah. that's not that's not my passion. And that's just not my role. That's just not, you know, that's not my role. So um, they're not going to show up in a way that you want to, if it's not the right timing. So I just asked, I just tell my, tell my guides, uh, you bring me people and they trickle in when they trickle in, when they're ready. If and they're supposed to come. Yep. Yeah, if, if they're, they're supposed, supposed to come, to come yep. they will. They will. I've, as a reader, I, I did readings for about 15 years and Every now and then somebody would come for strictly entertainment purposes. And it was really hard to read for them. It was really hard to read for them because they weren't interested in anything helpful for themselves. They just wanted, it, you know, to see the puppet dance. It's like, I want to, I've seen this on TV. I want to experience this now in real life. So tell me something you wouldn't have known and then just surprise me. And short of handing them a bucket of popcorn and then telling them to get out of the room, it, it was like, there's, it's just not going to, it's not going to work. It's just not going to work. So, you know, the, the entertainment piece is, has, is interesting. So yes, if you're going just to experience it, that it probably won't work. But if there is a connective healing piece that could happen and you're ready. Yeah. Then, then it works. Then it moves forward because it's not the intuitive that's, that's necessarily doing the work. The intuitive is holding the space for the guides and the loved ones to do the work. And yes. I've had, I've had experiences where um, someone comes through and is like, well, my, my mother on the other side has to tell me this. And what I see is mom standing there with her arms crossed, head tilted a little bit with her eyes rolled up. You know, it's like, I'm not telling you anything, you know, don't ask me to dance for you. Now, if you're willing to hear what's really important, I'd like to tell you that. So the mind frame 
for people coming to you is going to be very important. Their, their focus. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. Thank you for doing this work. Thank you for bringing it out into the world and, and helping those that it is perfect to use to help for That was a clunky sentence. That was, it was. but it, it, it came out. It eventually, we got to the end of it and, and it worked. <laughs> well, there, there are going to be people that watch this that think, okay, this might be, this is, or, or it might just hit them. And that's what we should say. If it hits you energetically, you're, that you're like, this is it. This is a healing piece that I think, you know, for those people, I'll go ahead and um, put some information down, but how do they go about reaching you? So I am on Instagram, uh, connections with Carissa, C-A-R-I-S-S-A. You can reach me to my uh, psychotherapy practice website. It's atxintuitiveconnections.com. However, because of the state board rules, like if you connect me through um, my work website, you just need to email and say, I want intuitive psychotherapy, which doesn't include connection sessions, or you can have the intuitive wellness sessions. Intuitive wellness sessions are like intuitive life coaching that combines the connection sessions, or you can straight up and say, Hey, I saw you on YouTube. I want a connection session. And then I will have you sign uh, an informed consent stating that this is either therapy or not therapy. I got to walk an ethical line. <laughs> and then we go from there. I love that you walk that ethical line. You're awesome. Thank you for hanging out with me. And thanks for talking about this because I think it's really important to, for people to be encouraged with having that direct connection, knowing that they can do it too. And also knowing that everyone heals differently and it's a matter of navigating their path. So thank you. I appreciate it. So appreciate you and all of you. This podcast is brought to you by The Sage Method, the most comprehensive and down-to-earth intuitive development training available. Is this your year? Is it finally your time to increase your intuition, bring in more abundance, and experience the bliss you deserve? If yes, then join thousands of students across the world for a seven-week journey to uncover your natural, beautiful, and strong intuition. Visit us at thesagemethod.com for more information.